0: And welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, Lee. Right, are we getting this out of the way first? The big it depends event. what you want
1: to get out of the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not getting out of the way—that is the issue.
2: Oh, we're just well, driving down straight in. Are we're going. We?
0: We're going straight in. It's all anyone's been talking about since Sunday afternoon. Um, how classy was Lando's helmet with the uh, thank you to care workers on there?
2: Oh, is that what we're talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. yeah, Is big. that what it was? Yes. Ah, I did not notice.
0: Yeah, it was um, It was done along the lines of the Lando norrie from last year. <laughs> um, no, it's... Yeah, the elephant in the room is the lap one crash. It is. Um... Who wants to Who wants to go first?
2: I mean, they both wanted uh, to go first. I think that was kind of the issue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, racing incident for me. Um, yes, Hamilton could have been further to the right. Verstappen could have been further to the left. They didn't. They, they sort of just ended up occupying the same space of track. It happens.
3: It's racing. For me, it's. I'm the same as you, Flood. Apart from. I I think it's 50-50. There shouldn't have really been a penalty awarded. Uh, If anyone is to blame, and I I stand by this from the accident with Lando, um, the accident with Sainz and Russell in the sprint race, and this accident with Lewis Hamilton, if you're on the outside, you have more room to give in situations like that than the person on the inside going into the corner has to give Um, and when I mean even if even if Max believed it was his corner or not when he turns around Alonso said it best when he was looking at the like the replay of it he said you can't just turn into a corner and expect the other car to disappear even if you believe you've won the corner Yeah, (laughs) I I like that did Alonso say that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah 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 Um. So and that, see, like that. I think that's one of the things with. I mean, obviously, obviously, I've got a softy spot for Alonso, but certainly in you've these never mentioned it before. I, think, I know, I know. I try <laughs> to keep it quiet, but um, I think certainly in these situations where realistically Alonso has nothing to gain from, apart from just giving his honest opinion on a situation, I'm and selling. I'm right. selling.
0: A, I'm selling a few hats.
3: I mean, yeah, he's always trying to f- fucking punt a 50 or 60 quid Kamoa hat out, isn't he? But the, uh, you know, there's there's nothing for him to gain there for, uh, from his answer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's usually right in those situations. Yeah. Oh, also, sorry, just quickly before, before we go on, uh, Michael Massey is the worst thing to happen to Formula 1 in the last 10 years. If, in what regard? If the over-the-top... Um, penalty system and now we've we've slipped back into that five or six years ago territory where drivers were getting penalized remember where where there actually had to be a meeting around we'll let them race and there was a big thing about letting drivers race more and letting them uh, letting them get close and maybe bumpers swap paint here and there Uh, we're back to pre that and if that's the policing that has come under Massey's regime as a race director, uh, he's awful. Mm. I was going to say, he doesn't actually
1: have a say in the in the decisions.
3: Not in the decision, not in the giving of the penalties, but as but race this... director, yeah, the, the overall, for want of better words, theme of the Grand Prix is going to be dictated by the race director, you know, as far as, like, track limits. It's him, um, it's him who decides as well what, what isn't.
2: Yeah, I think he decides what gets referred to the stewards in the first place, doesn't he, as well? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely does feel like there are a lot more penalties for what I think previously we've seen as racing incidents. Because it was, I can't remember if it was two or three years ago that Sainz and Grosjean had practically the exact same crash, except they both ended up in the gravel. And I, I don't think anything particularly happened with that one. I think no. they both shook hands afterwards and got on with their days.
1: Well, that's the thing as well. Um, it's, it's, it's not a deliberate accident on any on anybody's part. Max wouldn't have tried to close the door deliberately onto Lewis's car uh, if that's what you think. It does it's, not true, and Lewis wouldn't have tried to put Max out of the race because of the speed that they're going at. That race. The, mm-hmm. the likelihood that you'll both end up out of the race uh, is extremely high. I couldn't actually believe when the dust cleared that Hamilton was still running. I thought they would both gone off, mm-hmm. um, uh, and I was very surprised that um, Lewis was running second as they came out onto the hangar Straight just as the as the safety car was was called.
0: Yeah, I mean, as soon as they touched, the touch the call went over over the radio to Bottas, "Don't fight Lewis." Well, <laughs> no, I, I, I was fully expecting a repeat of um, Barcelona 2016 all over again.
2: Yeah, it had the same feel about it, didn't it, as they were sort of going through several corners level. It was like, oh, oh this is yeah, it, not it was, well. <clears throat>
4: it,
2: it, was, it was an accident waiting to happen. Um, good point
0: that got sent to me through earlier from a good friend of the show, Jeff Sharp. Um, he said that since motor racing began, the rules have been clear. The guy on the inside has the corner as long as he's got a decent overlap. Brundle said this many times, so were the drivers from previous eras. At the moment, we've got drivers racing from different eras, like Lewis, Alonso Seb and Kimi, that have all grown up with this rule, and you can see that from their racing, they would have all backed out in Max's position as Lewis has done before in that exact corner, but recently penalties have been given out to the car on the inside um last time- last race in Australia, for example, so the younger drivers now believe the car on the outside has the corner, so we're now in a situation where half the grid think one thing and the other half think another and I think he's got
3: a good point there uh,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's yeah,
3: definitely got that's a, fair. He's, he's got a point, but I don't. I don't believe that the drivers don't know. Jeremy, I don't. I don't think there's like any confusion between half of the grid on who should have a corner and who shouldn't have a corner. I think in this situation, it was just Max was never going to back out, and that's what he does. Lewis yep. Hamilton did a Max Verstappen on Max Verstappen, while while Max, Max
0: while while Max Verstappen was doing a Max Verstappen on Lewis.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Max does
1: drive, uh, and Lewis had this post-race incredibly aggressively, and that's always been his style. Um, but th- th- there will come a time when you you, you can't win every super-aggressive move. You just can't. And I'm not saying that Max was super-aggressive against Lewis Hamilton there, but I think that there was no quarter given on either side and Max came off worse. it could he, quite easily have been Lewis Hamilton that came off worse mm-hmm. hmm. um i I'm, I'm, I'm not in this in this uh you know like I said I said on Twitter yesterday, I saw some really awful, awful comments and i 'm not just talking about the racism'm i talking about people like accusing- ac- accusing Lewis Hamilton of attempted murder like there are other ways to commit murder than in front of millions of people on television um, yeah, it'd be a
2: bold way to do it, 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 it wouldn't it
1: yeah it's <laughs> they race very closely. And the, this accident was always going to happen. I've been predicting it for like the last four or five races that they're going to be yeah. coming together. Um And this is where it happened, and it does change the dynamic going forward for the rest of the season. You can't have a friendly championship all the time. We had that between Hamilton and Vettel until they banged wheels in Baku, and then it got a little bit nasty towards the end of the season before they became friends again. Um, I think...
3: The other one was remember like there was a couple of weeks ago I think you you said it I think all said it I have to be perfectly honest but um I I I said as well let the uh, Lewis in a 50-50 situation with Max now uh, the way the point situation was was better off with neither of them finishing the race than losing points to Verstappen so it's at that point you can throw these risky moves in because you've less to lose yeah i guess so
0: mm, yeah kind of i don't think i don't remember saying that did i say that i don't know
3: I, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. well i think i think we've all said it. Mm. I, I know i've said it mm. gonna say, I've, yeah. I've, I've said a lot of, i've said a lot of things
0: <clears throat> said quite a few things on Talksport this afternoon um thank you thank you to Talksport for uh for inviting me on by the way um there were no experts available, so they got me to talk about the British Grand Prix.
1: <laughs> so what did you tell them on TalkSport then, Paul? What was your point of view well, from
0: uh, from what they said to you? Basically, um, you've kind of repeated it word for word. Were you listening?
1: No, I wasn't. I was actually <laughs> having a bed delivered at the time. <laughs> As having a bed delivered, which I then went and built.
0: <laughs> no, i i said um, I said pretty much everything that you said. This is why I was staying quiet. I've already said this once today. I'll just I'll just let Flood carry on with it.
1: Well, that, I was interested to hear what you thought actually, but um, I'll, I'll just all right, fine, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. You know, my, my feelings on it was um, yeah, like you, it was bound to happen at some point. The way the way that this season's been working out, and. Max is the kind of driver who says, I'm going to put my car here, you can go for it, but one of us will come off badly out of this, and I don't think it's going to be me. And that's exactly yeah. the same move that Hamilton did, because they were both racing for position. It wasn't... It's exactly how a- and Senna
1: used to drive, and Senna didn't always come off the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been sort of speaking to a few, a few people on social media, and joking aside, quite a lot of them are younger than me. And... Even though they are younger, they've still never seen the Senna movie, and trying to explain some of the moves that Senna did—you know, the the Japanese Grand Prix where he took Prost off on
1: purpose. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah
1: totally an enigmatic character. You'll hear all of the the great overtakes uh, about the great overtakes and the great races that he did, uh, and how he jumped out of the car at Bell that was at Belgium '92 to save Eric Comas' life, um, and then. Then he goes, you know, a year or two before that, he's deliberately driving at, like, nearly 200 miles per hour, a car and another driver off the track, purely so he can win the World Championship, as revenge for what happened the year (laughs) before.
0: (laughs) When that driver drove him off the track, and between the driver and the head of FISA, as it was at the time, he had the World Championship taken away from him.
1: Yes, yeah, and... You know that's not something that you should. You know, if if that happened today, I'm I'm pretty sure he would find himself up in court. (laughs) Um, But it's there's there's no way either of those drivers wanted that accident uh, to happen to either of the other one. Um, But it has been a long time coming, and I think it might happen again.
0: Before the end of the season
2: Why can't it be more like I think it
0: might happen again in Hungary I think it know? could be
2: coming imminently Because Max is pissy isn't he yeah, Why can't happy? it be more
0: like NASCAR Where they settle it off the track with fists
2: Well to be fair Jos Verstappen well, was or, about wasn't he or, So he could get involved
4: Or
0: going, going by, the, um, by the truck race That I only saw the one bit of last week With thrown helmets and fire extinguishers nice nice <laughs> talking of helmets helmet marco
2: was saying <laughs> that
1: um lewis should get a one race ban for um for such a dangerous move on max um, does
2: any, does anyone listen to helmet marco after the covid camp debacle is, is anyone giving any weight or sort of credence to any shite he comes out with
4: well,
1: no, but bear in mind what his position is. I mean, he is the you know the spokesperson for the motor racing division of Red Bull. There's a brand, isn't he? So I mean, it's it's a very knee jerk reaction.
0: You could have you could have left out the word so knee and
1: start walking around the paddock saying stuff like that. Yeah, you whilst, could have, yeah, you could have left what, the word yeah, knee out of that. What's the one. Is still going on? I could have done, yeah, yeah, I could have done, yeah,
0: but the. Uh, yeah,
1: that doesn't help, and I don't. And, I, and Christian Horner, of course, he has to defend his driver. Um, that's his job to deflect, you know, attention away from, much like football managers deflect poor performances away, deflect poor performances away from their players.
0: I had uh, to stop the- myself from saying this afternoon. This is one. This is one that didn't make the final cut, and it was mental self censorship. Christian Horner would have defended OJ Simpson while he was standing there holding the bloody knife. but that's Christian Horner's job
1: you know so and um, I I can kind of understand where he's coming from but it got a little bit emotional like uh, emotions ran really high after what happened in Silverstone and to to the point where when they when when I think it was Ted Kravitz asked Christian Horner um, about something that Lewis had said and he said I don't care what Lewis said look at the look at the replay again and make your own conclusions that's it's kind of losing your head a little bit isn't it definitely regardless of what you think and i'm sure he probably does believe that, that um that it was uh it was a stupid maneuver um but that, that's quite quickly dialed out but his argument of like oh you don't stick a wheel at the inside of cops you mean like hamilton did twice after that in the race and also <laughs> plenty of people have done previously at cops during formula
3: one races it's it's you know what's annoying about Christian Horner. It's Many. How his, how long have you got? Well, just just <laughs> in this situation, is uh, I even in my head I can hear him going. Well, you know, it's like Max is a he's a young aggressive driver, you know. And if the gap's there, he's going to go. He's going to try and overtake in You're the for, same situation. You forgot. Yeah, pa- you forgot passionate. passionate. You forgot yes, passionate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I you can just yeah. hear it. And it's, uh, to be perfectly honest, I thought it was a bad look for Formula one the uh, team I radios, yeah. the team radios back and forwards. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Toto
1: Wolf handled it, and everybody knows I'm not the biggest fan of him this year, uh, <laughs> but I think he handled it a lot better uh, in what the public was seeing and hearing, as opposed to what he may be said behind the closed doors um
0: i't I don't, I, I don't know the um i've sent you an email now, if anyone ever rings me at work to say they 've sent me an email, that email will not get dealt with for five days that that email <laughs> that email will be spending a week in the penalty box before I even look at it
2: If at work someone offers me an interview via email and I don't respond because i 'm too busy and they phone up about it, that interview is not happening for that exact reason. <laughs>
1: Me- mental note made.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what we got to hear on the team to FIA radio this week was, um, it, it was kind of case stu- case study of complaining.
2: Yeah, it was, yeah. It, it was bitchy, but yeah, it was very. It didn't feel sort of like an a very F one way of doing your business, really. Just sort of, yeah, just the whinging. I mean, I know F1 is all whinging, but yeah, it was an odd, an oddity to get to sort of hear that side of things. I know the FIA radio is still fairly new, but
1: yeah, mm, yeah. Interesting. The, the, the is it's two drivers from different teams, so yeah. it's not even like the same team, you know, obviously the team has not got to complain about themselves to the FIA, but mm-hmm. um, you know, two drivers from different teams, um, very, very accomplished drivers very able to race each other as well and as I said, this is always going to happen Verstappen and Hamilton in a championship battle, we're going to come together and I think it's part of Lewis Hamilton not not saying it is deliberate but part of Lewis Hamilton's mind game
0: Temporary He knows favorites. full well
1: Max Verstappen is not going to oh sorry you're back Max is not going to try a move like that Again, not saying it was Max's fault either. But, you know, they know that next time there might be a little bit more caution on Max Verstappen's side because he doesn't want to end exactly the same way that that ended at Silverstone.
3: Yeah, I think I think Lewis needed to do that because even when um, when that start happened and they were racing each other, and because Lewis got past didn't he? and then Max passed him again. Well, so it got alongside yeah, uh, yeah. down the Wellington Strait. and I said to Dad, if uh, when they were coming to cops, I said if Lewis doesn't get him here, he's been beaten again, and they, Lewis had had to put a stop to being beaten in wheel-to-wheel combat with Max Verstappen, and it's it's been something that's happened this year where I think we've we've seen Lewis not be as aggressive as he should have been because. You can't not be aggressive with Max Verstappen. You can't um, you can't race Verstappen like you'd race Alonso or you'd race uh, Sebastian Vettel because with all the goodwill in the world, and I think Max is absolutely on the borderline of it of the, uh, on the borderline of being okay. Um, he is simply not as fair a racer as some of the other guys, and. You, you can't race somebody like that We're like somebody that you know is going to give you the room. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, Alonso or Vettel will be a hard but fair racer whereas yeah. um, Max Verstappen You know Verstappen, they're going to leave you the room. Yeah, Max Verstappen is going to be a hard racer that's on the borderline of being fair.
1: Yeah, you know Alonso or Vettel will leave you a car's width and a couple of feet yeah. Whereas Max Verstappen's going to leave you a
3: car's width. Yeah. And a and a rizzler
2: if you're lucky. Yeah. Is, is that yeah.
0: Mo- is that more than a frog's worth? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot I'm of just... it comes down to that. It's not just about this race. It is the sort of the bigger picture of the title that they are rivals, not just on this particular day. And and that's where a lot of the the whinging on the radio comes from. And helmet Marco talking about a race ban. They're not. Just talking about this instance, they're looking at the sort of the bigger picture of how it affects the whole titled debacle. Yeah,
3: yeah absolutely. Uh, just quickly before we go on with the teams, because I suppose we really should have done this before we started.
0: No we're, no, we're we're going to move on to lap four after this.
3: Um, <laughs> race format, quickly. What did we think of race format?
0: Right, I like I like the sprint, but I don't like it as a qualifier. I think there should I think there should be a sprint race uh the grid is determined by the, de- determined by the finishing order in the last race third third of the distance is fine no compulsory pit stops softest tires of the week stick your foot down go for it um one third points or points for the points for the top 8 and have qualifying for the sunday race have the sprint as a com- completely separate thing and call it a race for god's sake because They all line up on the grid with the fastest one at the front, the slowest one at the back. They all set off at the same time. They all do the same number of laps, and the first one over the line wins. Now, that, to me, is a race.
3: Well, its it's, I mean, technically, so it's qualifying. Qualifying's a race. Qualifying's a race for pole position. But, um, yeah, I, I I agree with you on the terminology. It's the sprint race. It should just be called the sprint race. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah. I would like to see a swap between um, and I know they did it to make Friday a bit more um, you know, entertaining but I didn't see the point of them going into Park Ferme regulations for qualifying and then having a practice session in the morning before the, the sprint on Saturday so I would probably swap those around so that Friday is still practice day but then you have your qualifying on Saturday morning and then your sprint on Saturday afternoon.
3: I like the fact that we drop a qual- uh, that we drop a practice session because yeah, we I still think- don't get FP
1: three though that way do you? You still only get two practice sessions.
3: I suppose so, yeah. But um, I, I, I personally, I, I think like, genuinely, apart from a couple of minor tweaks, I think it was pretty much perfect as how I'd like to see a race weekend. We could. You could maybe jiggle the um, the rules around if you wanted to make it a bit more gimmicky, which I'd be in. I'd I'd take. I wouldn't complain with. I'd do what F two used to do. I have a reverse grid pole from eighth for the uh, for the sprint. If you didn't want to make the qualifying for the sprint, but I don't mind qualifying being for the sprint. How cool was it to see full stands for a Friday?
2: Yeah, it was good.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that was excellent.
3: Yeah, you know it's. um friday felt important it it like it felt important because uh, quali was on i i think it made fp1 exciting because they had they had to get some programs in and then do their quali sims uh, in the same practice i thought that was really exciting watching <laughs> fp1 so it made fp1 better we skipped the boring practice session because all fp2 tends tends to be is heavy fuel runs so we we skipped the pointless practice Scott Quali, and then I thought the sprint race was great fun. I thought the
1: early part of the sprint was
3: good. The opening sort of three or four laps. Um, Uh, uh, More more than that. Even just Alonso, the Alonso Norris-Ricardo sort of situation was...
1: It was entertaining, yeah, yeah, but uh,
3: I'm happy to
1: be proved wrong. It wasn't processional at all, but the... um, I said just before the um, pod recording that it was... I, I think teams are going to find a way, after the first one, they'll find a way of managing that risk and reward even more so. I think
3: um, the, the difficult thing about managing risk and reward will be um, if you're... You, let, let's say you qualify... You're, you're. Let's say you're Lando Norris, for instance, and you qualify fourth on the... Um, Uh, like normal qualifying for the sprint race and you get off in fourth and you think, do you know what? I can't handle the cars in front of me. I'm happy being fourth. That's all well and good. But the guy behind you, if you're, if you're happy to try and just sit there and drive around, the guy behind you is going to want past you. That natural like concertina of the guy behind you always wanting to get past you. If you're not driving as fast as you can drive will always make sure it's not processional, or at least they will try, it, will, it will try and create overtakes.
1: I think it's, it worked at Silverstone because Silverstone's a fairly overtake-heavy race circuit. Mm-hmm. Don't think if you did it at Monaco, you'd have the
3: same outcome. What about Ooh. next year if the cars work? Oh, yeah, Monaco it shouldn't happen at. I would like to see it at every race next year apart from Monaco.
0: And maybe Hungary as well. Maybe no Hungary
3: might be okay. Hungary can be okay. Yeah, yeah, you you can uh, And because don't forget as well, these. I think that's the other thing. I I haven't really heard anybody on um, like media talk about because it's always been talking about the sprint race and the format in context of what we have this year. But it's not really a test for this year. It's a test for next year when we should have cars that can follow each other better.
0: Now that that will be a lot more interesting to mm. see. Uh, what do we all think of the new car, by the way? Because that got revealed at
3: um, at Silverstone on Thursday. It'd be nice if they didn't fucking paint it like a special edition Pokemon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot going on there, wasn't there? Um, I, I I yeah, I never want to lose my shit at a drawing of a car or a sort of made up version of a car. It I, you need to see it on the track
0: it would have, well, been, would have been better if they'd done a sort of rolling mock up so you could actually get to see what it looks like moving.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. it was weird having the drivers stood around the um somebody called it the the, the was it the two thousand and eight McLaren on Acid. Um, <laughs> which was perfect, a perfect description for it. Um, having the drivers stood around in their race suits sort of discussing team by team what they thought of it. It's it, it kind of almost felt a bit like, oh, we're moving into a uh, like a closed, closed formula. Like this is like the chassis are going to be uh, all the same. It's just like, well, not really. I mean, you still, your designers still have the free reign. This is just like a like an idea of what they're going to look like. Um, even the
3: d- rules, even like even the FIA, they they mocked up four different four different interpretations of their own rules. Yeah, I mean to be fair,
1: I mean we've seen the fifty percent version, it's just a little bit bigger and with a different paint it's on it.
3: About fifty percent bigger.
1: Yeah, I was like, Well, <laughs> a bit more
3: than that. But yeah. Hundred um, percent bigger than the fifty percent model. You know the job would have been cool is if they'd um if they'd turned around and made like what what would have had to be twenty of them? Like because, because let's face it, there was nothing in those things. It was just a fiberglass shell with some wheels strapped to it. <laughs> so it would have. I been thought cool. the wheels looked cool, but it would have been cool if they'd made. Oh no! In fact, not even twenty-two of them. Just uh, half the grid. One, one for one each car team. Per team, and then uh, allowed the team to paint the car up in its colours this year. That would have been, and then you could have lined them up on the grid. And that would have been cool
0: although we know for a fact, yeah. we know for a fact that the Haas isn't going to look like that next year. Or be it's got, not going to be called the Haas. It'll be, <laughs> be called a Hass. Um, right, shall we? Uh, shall we do the race? Because yeah, we try. We've uh, what well, we've, we've done, Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: The thing is, so did Lewis.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fanboy. <laughs> Can
1: anybody else remember what happened to Sergio Perez? during the race, other than pit stops.
2: It he can't... lost his drive for next year. He got the fastest lap, which meant that Lewis didn't. Well, yeah, which was no help to anyone, because he didn't even get the point for it, because he was outside top ten.
0: No, but they did take the point away from Lewis. Yeah. He's gone again. He's still gone.
2: He'll be back.
0: He'll be back with a Moulton. It's now eight, so... Yeah, yeah, because he was he was well placed for tenth place, and then they brought brought him in for the pit stop, so they took a mm-hmm. point away from him, but took a point away from Mercedes and Hamilton at the same time. That was kind of kind of tactical second driver sacrifice. I mean, he was he yeah. was having he was having a good run. He started um, started twentieth after um, after retiring in the sprint after his spin, and managed to get up in the top into the top ten on pace. Which fair enough, mm-hmm. you know that's. What you'd expect of one of the fastest cars on the grid. But other than that, no, I don't, don't remember much aside from pit stops.
2: And twatting Kimi Raikkonen.
0: And twatting Kimi. Or forcing Kimi into a spin. Or forcing Kimi into a place where he had to spin.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't see a full replay there, but it was interesting because around the Vale chicane, Raikkonen had the outside and Perez was on the inside. And Kimi spun because he was on the part of the kerb which you're not supposed to go onto when you run off the circuit. But I don't think he had the room to be on the
3: circuit. So I don't know that it was entirely Kimmy's fault. Mm. I feel the way they've been with penalties. If there was a penalty to be had there, it would have been given...
2: This is true that the bar has been set fairly low, and if I don't, I don't seem to recall that being investigated, let alone any penalty being dished out. So it must have, it must have been either the stewards couldn't be asked by that point, or they if, thought it was if fine. If what
1: happened in the sprint between Saints and Russell is a three-place grid penalty, then that's a five-year ban for Sergio <laughs> Perez. Uh,
3: I would like to point out oh. that, uh, because. That was fucking ridiculous. The uh, grid drop Russell got, mm. um, and I think it's everything to do with the fact that the uh, race dude this weekend was fucking Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's everything to do with that because he t- he took an, a Ferrari out.
0: The thing was, it was it, it was tr- it was offline because he was trying to stop going into the back of a locking up Ricardo at the time.
2: Yeah. Also yeah, half Italian. Th- mm.
3: <laughs> again, again the same thing. Science tried to go around the outside of somebody. If you try and go around the outside of somebody, it's fucking dangerous because you're going the long way around them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it. We'll, we'll get to, we'll get to it in a bit, but the penalty did seem a bit a bit on the harsh side. Uh, and George
3: Russell was fucking fabulous in qualifying as well. Yes. yes. So
0: Ridiculous. We've got we've got to wait before we get to Williams. That's the that's the thing you see. They're, they're a bit further further on than they used to be. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. the
1: Red Bull first, Max have already it. spoken about, and Perez, oh dear, not the race mm. he would have wanted. A
2: first nomination for the uh Giovinazzi
0: Participation Award.
2: At least he participated this year and didn't get the Rones.
0: True.
3: And his car got True. through.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: I I I believe if not his full overalls, I believe he at least gave Pierre Gasly his boots this weekend.
2: Interesting.
0: Mm. Uh, right, Haas. Uh, Mazeppin ahead of Schumacher. Right, Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Did anyone see mm. a Haas? Have they been spotted in the wild? Mazeppin had a spin at some point. Oh yeah, Wait, it's, early it's... on.
2: I think pr- pr- immediately prior to the Verstappen incident.
0: Yeah, I think everybody had forgotten about it
3: within seconds.
2: <laughs> yeah, Lewis did him a solid and caused a distraction, so no one did the Mazaspin joke.
3: I asked a friend of the show, Craig Scarborough, on Twitter uh, how his debut commentating mm. for uh, for F1 TV went, and he replied to me saying, uh, not great, I enjoyed it, but I messed up my first link, to which I replied, doesn't matter, so did Mazetan.
4: Yeah, <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> Um,
0: yeah i, di- I, di- I didn't, didn't see anything of hass didn't hear any team radio. I assume they were getting elbowsy with each other at some I think point. That was
2: about it, yeah uh
0: someone may or may not have fuck slammed a door. Um,
2: I do not believe any doors were fuck slammed this weekend. Right. I think Gunter st- seemed uh, fairly happy afterwards
0: mm. so no ca- I- no car damage, no furniture damage. A positive weekend.
3: Let's give a um, tip of the hat to Filo and Mazepp and finishing the head of his teammates. Because it's not happened like a huge amount this year, has it? It seems to have had the had the 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 edge on him. I think and... it's happened a couple of times. But in this it, like for those two drivers, the only thing you can give them a high five for is beating their teammate. Yeah. So. I'd probably go high three at best. What
2: are you doing with the other yeah. two?
3: <laughs> My old silly
1: season rumour is that um it's going to be um mick schumacher at alpha next year
2: even though alpha from next year are not contractually obliged to have a ferrari they've yes signed, they, they've, they've signed for um they, they, they've that... a ferrari engine yeah a ferrari a ferrari youth no
1: yeah oh. they're, they're, it's free choice for fred
2: Vasseur next year
3: but isn't isn't that part of because the, they've signed a long-term deal, haven't they? With
0: um, That's, yeah,
2: part of the new long-term deal is that they don't have to have the academy driver. Oh right, mm, wow. fun times. Okay. I
0: think I think they get first dibs on an academy driver that Ferrari don't want, but
2: they're not obliged.
3: I mean, let's face it. The academy is this just a way of saying we are not having Giovinazzi?
2: <laughs> it may very well be. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So this this could be a way for Callum Islet to actually get a race seat.
2: Yeah,
3: seems reasonable. I'd like to think so, but unfortunately, I think I think Formula One's going to have escaped Mr. Islet.
2: I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's always difficult, isn't it, when someone who is unproven in F one has mm. a year out of the car, and then has to try and find that seat from somewhere yeah. when it sort of it's- missed them first time around.
3: Yeah, it's it's tricky, isn't it? Because he, mm. he's not in uh, F2, is he, this year?
2: No, no. He deliberately so, yeah. said he wasn't going to because he wanted the F1 seat and it didn't happen. Mm. So when you've yeah, got someone and- like, like Hulkenberg on the open market who is maybe not the most exciting character but you kind of know what you're getting or you can get this person who apparently couldn't get a seat off Nikita Mazepin.
3: Or you've got somebody called Schumacher which comes with all of the sponsorship.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, one and one, but yeah. But let's be honest; that's quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, and uh... <laughs> one and one equals ten million by all accounts. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and I can't pronounce it, but the German begins with V—a very long second word. Deutsche the... Verbergung. I, I oh, the one that uh-huh. sponsored his dad. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll, I'm i just going to call them the ones that replace Decker. Is that a bank? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on to Bonazzi's performance. Yeah, he finished thirteenth. Uh, wasn't ahead of wasn't ahead of Kimi when Kimi span, but then was after he did. I can't really say much more than that. Again, no, quite, yeah, quite anonymous
1: for a lot mm. of the grid. Um, as I said, I know this this race has one specific talking point, and we saw.
0: Oh, he's just cut off completely no, this that's time. that's gone
2: very quiet now. Is
0: he actually still there? No, he's 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 gone. Leave. Oh, we're gonna no. have, we're gonna have to fill between the three of us. Ah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> quick talk about Jovanazzi. Oh,
0: uh, Chris re- requested to join me. Who's we'll,
2: running for MHK? <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: let you, Chris. We'll let you back in. Yeah, I don't know what happened there.
1: everything just closed. <laughs> um, and it, we saw uh, like a decent fight at the front, which I know we'll get to, but it's. Um, for the
0: rest of the grid, not an awful lot happened. Did see quite a lot of um, really good defending by Kimmy.
2: Yeah, Kimmy had his elbows out this weekend. Which yeah, was fun.
0: We, we were we were seeing we were seeing the old school Kimi. Um, actually, getting the car as wide as possible and giving it the full uh, "you shall not pass." And you know, did a did a damn good job. Uh, I, I was I was hoping that he'd actually managed to creep into uh, creep in until the tyres died on him and uh, then he started facing the wrong way. But yeah, he
1: it did look like he might score points, didn't it, at one point? Mm, but he At one point.
0: Ah. <laughs> yeah. But he was um he was the only Alfa Romeo that we actually saw anything really of. Unless you I... prove me wrong? Changed my mind? No. No, I don't
1: think mm. so. But that was it.
0: Uh, right Williams next George Russell in twelfth, who was robbed of three places at the start of the main race the feature race the race, the race race Sunday the Grand Prix yeah, that'll do <laughs> I knew it was called something yeah that was that was a harsh penalty
1: yeah it was and like Lee said before, the what an absolute star in qualifying like there's mm-hmm. absolutely no way that Williams should be. I'm going to go 8 He's putting it through then Russell's putting it into into
0: Q3. It's ridiculous. But I mean eight on pure pace.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's that's just absolutely mind-blowing. What the hell is Nicholas Latifi thinking when it comes to qualifying? <laughs> because Russell always goes backwards <laughs> in races. And that's Probably to do with the car because we saw what he can do when he's in a Mercedes. Oops, no, wait, he went backwards. Um, but then
4: Not nah, through no fault he's... of his
1: own. Yeah, no, not through a fault of his own at all. But yeah, it would be good to see uh, a Williams with a decent race pace uh, at a circuit. Hungary might be a good one to watch out for. Uh, but that the, there is—is is there a bigger gap between teammates in terms of qualifying?
2: Um, I not I honest, not not routinely. I don't think. I honestly don't don't think Possibly so. Possibly Sonoda and Gasly because Gasly has been very strong.
0: Maybe the the closest I can think of is Vettel with his mojo back and 2019 version of Lance Stroll that keeps rearing his head. Yeah, yeah. Happy Happy Seven Q one Lance.
2: But yeah, I don't think that's been a consistent thing. In fact, I think this weekend, was it not sort of the other way around, that Stroll was the stronger of the two? Vaguely, yes.
4: Mm.
1: But that was We'll get to Aston Martin in a minute, but there yeah. was that strange tyre thing, which we'll talk about later. But I don't remember seeing Latifi
0: during the race. I the on, The only time I really noticed him was when he was about to get lapped, and... <laughs> He practically parked in the middle of the track.
2: Oh, I do also remember that and thinking, like, what the fuck are you doing? Just, uh, just to clarify,
3: Chris, um, when you say you don't remember seeing Latifi in the race, could you clarify which race we're talking about? Uh, any part of any
1: race during <laughs> 2021. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Latifi. Don't go about the way. Was it coming out of uh, Cops? And then he just sort of slowed right down <laughs> before going to the next section.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that I, that that was a weird way to get lapped, rather than pull up, rather than pull offline, stick the brakes on,
4: <laughs>
0: and pull slightly
3: offline. Mm. I yeah. I think he I think he's doing well. I mean, if when you think about how we used to talk about uh, Lance Stroll, Lance Stroll wasting a seat in Formula One, you know. He's took that ball and he's run off down the road with it, hasn't he?
0: No, 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 no. We're, talk- we're talking about a battle between two Canadians. He's taken that puck and he's iced it,
4: eh? <laughs> <laughs> In all
1: honesty, I think Nicholas Latifi does a good job with that Williams, uh... but but that, that that's still pretty good for for, for Nicholas Latifi and yeah. finished two places behind. His lightning quick teammate in qualifying, that's that's a good result.
0: Yeah, I'd like I'd like to see him in a more consistently mid grid car. Just to <laughs> just just to see what he what, what he can do with it. You know, so. not in a top car, no, just a mid grid car. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'd like, like to see him in something slightly less mediocre. Put him in an Alpha Tari.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly exactly. you know, it, I mean you stick you stick him in a Mercedes and that is that is a waste of a seat. Well, you don't know when he's not the best driver in his team, and we've seen what the other guy in the team can do in a Mercedes. Yeah, I think it would be.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I'd like I'd like to see I'd like to see what the TV can do in. I mean, maybe next year's Williams can do it if it's better on race pace. If he's in it, that's the. Well, I say that's the big question, but I mean, okay, he's bringing a lot of money into the team, but then again, so are the owners now. Yeah. So, you know what? Where do where do they go? And it comes back to well, is Hulk available?
2: We know Hulk is yes. available.
0: Mm.
3: And would I, I, would he
0: go back there? Hulk's
3: times done.
2: Hulk is the hot ticket, is he not for that seat next year?
0: Um, I think
2: Hulk he is Kiviat. Yeah. he's, he's one, one of the favourites. isn't it? Yeah.
4: yeah,
3: yeah. I I think they're both a shame. mind you, I suppose they need a. I I realistically, I think the hot ticket for it is um, probably Bottas, unless like like <laughs> we thought maybe I'm going to AlphaTauri or something like that. But I'd have thought a seat swap was probably the most likely if Russell leaves.
0: Which which is why I'm thinking Latifi's seat may not be 100% secure, because, yeah, the most likely, if Russell goes, is a seat swap. And yet still other drivers are being talked about mm. for being in there,
2: which kind of makes me think we could be seeing an all-new Williams lineup. You're next year. You're thinking it could be Bottas plus Hulkenberg or Kvyat. Yeah. Interesting. It,
3: it would be a statement of intent if they were to get two established yeah. drivers in rather than a pay driver but. I, I just, I just like to see somebody. You know, like we were talking about Islet maybe getting into a Alfa Romeo, or the. You know, I think is it who else is on the young driver program for Williams Tictum's on that.
2: Tictum is um, Roy Nissany. and Chadwick. Jamie, Ch- Jamie Chadwick. Jamie, Jamie Chadwick won't be anywhere near no. near Please, no license no points. Roy Nissany, Roy I think, is only there for for money reasons. Um, so yeah, I think realistically, the only young mm. driver who might be near mm. sort of super license would be Tictum.
3: He'd need to win the. He'd need. To oh, win he'd he'd need a
2: very strong second half of F two campaign. Yes, uh, yeah. two, two,
0: two second places this weekend. So he, he may be starting, but it's it's, it's, yeah, it's well, keeping the, right the head with him, he, isn't it?
4: But is but, we're, but we're
3: halfway into the season.
4: Mm. Yeah,
3: yeah, he did. It, he he did it at the right time. But he, he, I think he hasn't had like a bad F two season, has he? He just hasn't had a... Up and down, I think. Yeah, it's just not been like a consistent challenge. Mm-hmm.
0: He's, he's, had, he's had some good results, um, some races where he's just been completely off the pace, some where his car's let him down and some where he's been a dick.
2: The one where he broke Butcher's arm. Yeah,
3: I only broke his arm.
2: <laughs> Don't pure. need that if you're a driver. I mean, what? Just what put, what's well, what's look- a broken
0: arm, Sean? You did that to somebody playing netball. Oh, I did. That's true.
3: Can,
2: can we also point out the fact
3: that even even between Formula One and um, uh, F two and probably F three, but I can't think of them all right now. Best hair. We haven't. I'm trying we to haven't think. had to pull the hair trick out because we haven't needed to. I like, analysed drivers in such finite detail for a mm. while.
0: Now, the, the, issue, the issue that I've got with Dan, Dan Tickton's hair, hair is, I used to have hair like that in about 1986. And Simon Simon LeBon from Duran Duran had that in about 1981. I mean, it's a haircut for the ages.
3: <laughs> no, no look, <laughs> look, everything's circular. It's fine. You should you should embrace that, not reject it. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, he's got a he's got a fine barnet on
2: him. More so than Carlos Sainz. Yeah, well, I mean,
3: Carlos Sainz's hair is classically beautiful, isn't it? You know, that's it's it's one of those things that's just never going to age. But I, uh, I I enjoy the style that comes from uh, a tictum hair. <laughs>
4: Jesus,
0: right? Okay, Alfred Soury, uh, Gasly in eleventh, and Sonoda, the only Honda-powered car in the top ten. Correct. What a
2: thought of that!
1: <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. Um, mm. You would have
2: put money in it, probably, would you? Pre-race, yeah. yeah being um, any of the other three. <laughs> where did Gasly's pace go? Gasly had. I th- want to say Gasly had some kind of tire situation and made a second stop quite late on.
3: I think that's correct. It's the only way I could see why Sonoda would end up ahead of him.
1: Mm. He he tried to one stop it. It didn't work. He had to two stop it. Ah, they
0: fucked fucked him.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Um, he was one of the early stoppers in the first round
0: as well. Yes. Yeah, I do seem to recall him coming in uh, coming in fairly early. Um, Sonoda kind of kind of picked up the slack. We didn't really we didn't really hear a lot of him this weekend.
2: No, he seemed to just kind of again he was he was there. Mm. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, although maybe that's
0: better for him. But yeah. better for him to stay away from don't, the media.
2: Don't don't so be so involved. Be yeah, don't be involved. Just just get in the car. Try not to happen to anyone. Although helmet yeah. helmet
0: marker, what would have been quote of the week? Oh, about why he's been sent to Toro Rosso boot camp in um, in Italy, is yeah, that it uh, Franz Tost used to live in Japan, so he knows how to handle people
2: like him. Oh God. <laughs> That's uh, that's interesting. Oh,
3: it's tremendous!
2: I love him, you know, a
3: little bit. A little bit of me loves him.
0: I mean, you can you can almost rely on Doctor Marco for uh, something something quotable or evidence. <laughs> but yeah, not a non weekend really for for AlphaTori. A
1: point. Which, you know, a few years ago they would have been like, yay. But, you know, the, these days it's a bit of a letdown, isn't it? Almost after podiums and, you know, getting used to Gasly being, you know, tucking in behind the McLarens on a, on a, on a few occasions this year.
0: Um, yeah, because, I mean, it, it looks like in that um, three-way battle between them, Aston Martin and Alpine, they definitely came out of it worse off.
2: But again, we're, we're talking about them. What are they, the fifth team that we're talking about here? Yeah. It's a moderate way into it, you know. Look at Red Bull.
0: Halfway, yeah, yeah. Ha- halfway better than better than Red Bull. Then again, AlphaTauri did win their first race before Red Bull won their first one. True. Aston Martin, Lance Stroll in eighth, and Sebastian Vettel ended up DNFing after his spin cause... a good recovery, I feel, from Lance.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't remember. <laughs> again, he, I don't remember a huge amount about the race as such but he he seems to have just got it done I
1: and mean, vettel became spin again didn't he spinning vettel we've missed him almost <laughs> it wasn't good captain pirouette <laughs> yeah. got, got along so on so- alongside him and all of a sudden he just decided to go into the
3: old pits <laughs> I, I got dead excited because i thought it was bottas that dropped it
2: No,
3: <laughs> i thought it was bottas that dropped it at first and immediately when I saw Bottas dropped it, I pictured Lando Norris on the podium. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, I will
0: admit after uh, sort of before the before the restart, I did stick a fiver on Lando to win because it looked like he could. Because so I didn't think the Ferrari have the race pace, and I was expecting Hamilton to get a, at least a drive through. Which would have, uh, which would have put Lando in a good enough position to win if he could hold off Bottas. Mm.
3: I think, I think he should have been ahead of Bottas if it wasn't for his to stop anyway. But
2: we're, that's
4: true, yeah. But
0: we, but we aren't doing McLaren yet. We are, we are doing Aston Martin. Um, that was with possi- possibly one of the biggest rock star moves of the weekend, though went into the stands after the race without a camera crew with no advanced publicity, no nothing after the fans had gone and just helped with the clean up.
1: yeah, he's been quite outspoken, hasn't he, about um certain things, and one of them is um sustainability and you know being greener and cleaning up the planet so um he's done it a couple of times I think, sort of in and around the race. this is the first time he's gone into the stands. And just cleaned up after fans, I think.
0: Mm. He's a big fan of bees, apparently, as well. He's um, paid for the
2: funding of quite a lot of bee-friendly areas around where he lives. He's an odd character, good. isn't he? He's, he has his little sort of quirky hobbies. The th- the thing is, of course, like in a good way. Yeah, the thi- the thing is, of course, he's not on any form
0: of social media, mm-hmm. so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't sort of brag about it, go on about it. Um. He just he
3: just gets on and does it, which well, is unusual. A, new... a true act of virtue. A, tr- a true act virtue is done without looking around you first, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I mean, as I say, it had they announced that Vettel was going to be doing the uh, you know clearing up afterwards, fans wouldn't have left.
3: No, and he wouldn't have then been able to do it.
2: Yeah, no, and, exactly. and because they'd have known there were camera crews that have all taken their rubbish with them, which would kind of. Uh... Sort of yeah. defeated the mm. point really. <clears throat> but
0: no, that was um that, that was that was definitely sort of a, a you know, a, I won't say pleasant surprise, but good to see,
4: really.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was cool it was a mm. cool move.
0: Right, Alpine, Ocon in ninth and Alonso in seventh, and I think part of Alonso's finishing position was down to that incredible sprint on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday Alonso was probably the raciest I've seen this season.
2: Yeah, what was it six positions on the first lap of the sprint? I mean, okay, he got he got caught by the McLaren's, but it was a it was a good start. Yeah. And then maintain it on a Sunday,
0: so the you know, the car's obviously got good pace and it's come it's come on quite a bit since the start of the season. And Alonso's come on with the car since the start as well.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Alonso wasn't really with it when the season first started and it was quite, I was one of them who was quite quick to jump up and say, uh, no, I'm not, he's, he's going to have one of those seasons where maybe he shouldn't have come back. But he's he's now understanding it a bit better. And we're hearing him, you can hear it in his voice on team radio, in the post race interviews. He's much happier. And, you know, the performances are slowly coming to that car.
3: I, I don't think he's far away from the Alonso of old, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think he. No, if you, that's fair to say. Yeah, I think if you whatever car you give him, he's probably going to do slightly better in it than it deserves.
0: Well, that's that's certainly been um that was certainly the case in all all this time at uh, Renault and Ferrari. I think that the, the but, McLaren the McLaren years are a bit of an outlier. Mm. Yeah,
1: Ferrari was definitely um him outperforming the car. That the Ferrari's most of the Ferraris he drove were no good and he nearly won world championships with them.
3: Yeah, absolutely. He did that that Ferrari didn't deserve to be anywhere near a world championship.
0: It's it's just a shame that a lot of the teams and I'm assuming that Alpine are going to be one of them are slowing down or stopping development on the cars because this particular car is really starting to come into its own and if development continued at the normal rate I think we we could be looking at potentially a podium by the end of the season. But
4: hmm.
1: well, don't forget Alpine using Renault's 2019 chassis. They haven't updated their chassis since 2019. Um I didn't this, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the same they went into 2020 with the same car as the 2019 car. Um and uh, the the 2021 car is just an evolution. It's only evolved that it's not been a brand new car right the way through since 2019.
0: Right, I knew the one that they ran in testing in 2019 in 2020 was a hybrid of the 2019 chassis with new some new areas, but I, yeah. di- I didn't realise they'd never actually got um, done a whole new one.
1: Yeah, underneath the skin, it's the same skeleton. Literally, that's it. So Alonso is doing a pretty good job. Bloody As hell. is Arcon, you know. O- 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 Ocon, n- n- sc- no ninth place isn't shit at all. Yeah, let's be two places behind Alonso. If we're going to say what a great job that Alonso was doing, Ikon had problems after he signed that multi-year deal, but he's turning around again and putting in
0: the performances that he was maybe early he just, in the season. Maybe he just hates Austria. He was given a new <laughs> chassis
3: Maybe. this weekend. He was, was given a, a new one. Yeah, he was given a new sh- chassis because he thought there was something wrong with the chassis he had, and it seems to have fitted him a bit better. So, but realistically, that's where he is. Is kind of even with even taking my Lonsdale coloured spectacles off. <laughs> that's kind of where I expect him to be mm. in relationship with Alonso. I don't think that's. Um, I don't. I don't even think that's derogatory. I think you're talking about the fact his teammate is. Arguably one of the greatest Formula One drivers of all time. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: He's definitely he's definitely putting up a good show in there. I know yeah. I know Lee you've not you've not been his um how do we say it, biggest supporter over the years.
3: I think it's odd how I think it's odd how he um how he got another chance. Definitely. I mean if, if don't get me wrong, if he does well with it, fucking great. But I don't believe he did enough to get back into Formula One after he fell out. Paul D'Arista looked better than Ocon, and Paul D'Arista couldn't get back into Formula One.
2: He did replace Hulkenberg, though, who famously never got a podium, and Ocon got a podium last year.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's fair enough. But I think Hulkenberg, as far as podiums go, is the is the outlier. Maybe maybe we just try. We, people want to believe he's better than he is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the gatekeeper at Nick Heidfeld's world of disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> On to McLaren. Um, Danny in first, Lando in fourth. Danny looking a lot better. Still yeah,
3: finishing fucking nearly 20 seconds down the road from Norris, though.
1: Yeah, he's, he said on, in his post-race, it's still not quite there. He's much happier with the result, but the result doesn't reflect how he feels no. um, in that car. Um, he's getting there, but he's not there yet.
0: I mean, he's he's been saying that he's still not one hundred percent confident with it, mm. and I don't know if that's going to come by the end of the season. And I still think he'll be in the car next year.
3: Oh yeah, of well, course, I think yeah. so. I, I mean, he should be. But uh, it's my my thing is if it didn't get any better at all, and it it needs to get better. Nick, you know, it, it's it's Daniel Ricciardo. It can't not get better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's his first top five finish of the year, and it's Lando's what fifth. Mm. sixth top 5 finish of the year. Um Lando Norris is now has now the record for consecutive point scorers uh, scores for a McLaren driver. Yeah, wow. nobody has ever scored consecutive 15 races, is it? Yeah. But how crackers is that considering mm. Lewis Hamilton was a was a McLaren driver.
2: Yeah, that is kind of nuts.
3: So was Fernando Alonso, so yeah. was Senna. So was uh, Kevin Magnussen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Speaking of outliers. <laughs> Chris,
0: Christian Fittipaldi. <clears throat> Jan Magnussen.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, Jan Magnussen Co- broke from McLaren. Heike
3: Kovaliner. Heike Kovaliner. roll off your tongue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like when you're bitten into a prawn and forgotten to take it out of the shell. Yeah, off
3: your tongue and direct to Formula <laughs> <A>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think we can safely say now McLaren McLaren are back. This this is the real McLaren.
1: Well, yeah. looking at I mean it did look like Norris might have a shot at winning the race at one point. I agree with that. But I don't know what happened points-wise because Bottas finished 3rd and Perez obviously didn't score a point but that now somehow elevates Lando Norris back into third in the championship
4: <laughs> <or>
3: from this <laughs> 70 uh 70 points behind he is he's still technically in like in contention for the championship
2: Lee
0: has now changed glasses
2: yeah if hamilton and verstappen keep driving into each other it won't take a lot for <gasps> he could give me it He could Kimmy it. He legitimately could Kimmy it. I do believe Kimmy's performances that year are underrated. But
3: (laughs) I mean, fair enough to Kimmy it. He would uh, he would have to like win the last five races or something like that. I think Kimmy won, didn't he? He Had a tremendous end to Mm. the season. But uh,
4: yeah, he was Kimmy.
1: Kimmy Raikkonen went into the last two races of the 2007 season, and I'm pulling this from my head, so it might not be correct. Um, but I'm pretty sure with 20 points on the table, he was 17 points behind.
4: Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. That it does sound about right. <laughs> I, I remember that race finishing. Uh, Alonso or Hamilton wasn't world champion. Kimi was. I remember thinking to myself, like,
4: how did that just happen?
1: <laughs> <laughs> In his first year at Ferrari as well, after being rejected by McLaren.
3: Yeah. <laughs> How did that have still last Ferrari world champion? <laughs> and let's let's be honest here. Um, I think if you're a Ferrari fan right now, might be the last Ferrari world champion you see before you die.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll do Ferrari now then. Oh, good. Um, right, Charles Leclerc, I think could have won the race if the if the engine hadn't have kept going on him.
3: Charles Leclerc would have won the race if Lando Norris hadn't have had a slow pit stop. Uh yes. we'll forget mm-hmm. about the guy who won the race. No, because Lando Norris would have would have been ahead of Valtteri Bottas three seconds down the road or four seconds down the road from where Hamilton was when he met him, Hamilton would have been let past Bottas. In a podium position, I think uh Norris would have put up much more of a fight than he did with uh with Lewis. Like when they when they were fighting for fourth, and I think that one or two laps holding Lewis up, burning his tyres up because he into turbulent air would have cost him the race win.
1: Yeah, maybe, but it's not not a terrible, um, mm. not a terrible uh, thing to to have thought about. But the the thing with Charles Leclerc, and he did this when Ferrari were terrible in 2020. They're less terrible this year, obviously. But he somehow pulls performances out of that car and I'm not saying he's on the same level as Alonso, but he does very Alonso things where the car is much further down the road than it should be.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, it yes, would have of been course he, he, to capitalized see where that, was. Yeah, he capitalized for
1: that. Yeah, he capitalised on that first lap incident, of course, between Hamilton and Verstappen and, and, and led the race right up until the end until the last two laps. But um I there's no way a Ferrari should have been able to lead that race all the way around. I mean, what is this? 2018? Is this Sebastian Vettel we're talking mm. about?
2: I mean, during no, during the red 21. During the red flag when they were getting ready for the restart, he actually had to double check with the team. Like, oh, am I am I starting in P one? He he hadn't quite sort of appreciated that that's where the car was.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Just just going back onto
0: Lando's
1: it launch, was, um...
0: Sorry, just, just it was. Go on. Go on. I was going to say, just going back on Orlando's long pit stop. There's quite a few of them this weekend. I think they were they were struggling with the uh, with the wheel nuts expanding in the Sweaty heat. Sweaty
2: nuts. That's mm. ah. ah. <laughs> oh, no. a problem. It's a problem.
0: <laughs> I recommend step ones. Right. I recommend no underpants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just air it all out. Yeah. There you go.
1: I
0: recommend we all leave Lee's house.
2: <laughs>
0: uh we've been social distancing from him for a long time, even before it was mandatory.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, you say um Leclerc putting the putting the Ferrari further away than where it should be in looking at Science performance. Yeah, I mean he was he was sixth.
3: Um Yeah, but look where he started. Like Science had a good decent race considering. Oh yeah. Yeah he did. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he was um, he was moving moving through the pack quite well, and I'm just beginning to wonder if the um, if this alleged story from Mikasalo is true about they were uh, they were limited in the fuel flow last year because it's effectively the same power unit or the same internal combustion engine they've got as they had last year, and is this what the this engine is actually capable of?
1: Possibly, but I mean let's not get too far ahead of ourselves uh, in the Ferrari things. When you consider that um, Carlos Sainz for a lot of the race was being held up by Danny Ricciardo and never actually got past him.
0: No, I I think for about the last 10 laps, it was within uh, within DRS range of him, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I know that Lando said that Ferrari had the pace early doors and Leclerc just kind of disappeared into the distance. Um, but you know, science in the other Ferrari didn't, was he, he did have a good early stint, didn't quite find it as easy as Charles Leclerc did to cut through and just, you know, hammer down be, all the time. Leclerc had that radio message. May, might have been, because remember Leclerc had that radio message, um, from, uh, from his engineer. Um, I think Leclerc asked what the, what the Mercedes times were. And he's like one thirty one five and he replied with them I've got plenty of margin, which means I can go a bit faster if you want. Mm. You know, so <sighs> I don't know if it comes down to race management or what it is, but I mean I am not saying Ferrari threw it away either, but it's that that was the closest they've
0: come mm. for a long, long time. Mm. Yeah, it would have been would have been good to see what he would have been capable of doing without those engine glitches it was momentary losses of power and um, Mm. losing it on upshifts.
1: No, when he had the glitch, he wasn't allowed to upshift. Yeah. Which which we don't know how often that happened, but I don't think it affected his... Performance? ...towards the end of the race. Because he was told to go into an engine mode, wasn't he, and given it full push.
2: Yeah, he was. So whatever the issue was, it seemed... I think it was after his pit stop, whatever it was, didn't seem to come back at that point so whether they sort of flipped a switch or whatever i don't know but mm.
0: or done something done something secret with the software oh no they won't do that
2: no 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 no, no <laughs>
0: never and that just leaves mercedes now we have talked about hamilton quite a bit we talked about the crash
1: but we haven't really talked about much of it
2: the aftermath sort of
1: from lewis's side mm-hmm. and then what He's gone again. There is,
2: what there, is, there is
1: such a thing. He would have not finished the process. race. Yeah, there is, yeah. But he would have not finished the race had they not red flagged it um, because he, he cracked his wheel rim in that incident with Max Verstappen, which is something that was only,
0: um, only announced think, after the race. They did say in the pit lane yeah, dur- during the red did, flag, it looked like he'd got some kind of wheel damage. They
2: said they'd changed yeah. something to the wheel.
0: Yeah, they changed his wheels, obviously new tires, but the the, the rim was
1: cracked, mm. so he would have DNF'd if they hadn't um if they hadn't red flagged it basically.
0: What do we think about the rule that the cars can be repaired in the pit lane under a red flag? Don't Fine. mind it. it. Doesn't matter to me.
1: Because part Fermi finishes the second the lights go out.
3: Yeah. It would be weird if you could fix a car in pit in pit lane during a race, but you couldn't do it under a red flag.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: and potentially dangerous as well because you could you could have somebody with a like a fifty fifty type event where you're like, mm. "Oh, it's not great, but we can get it back out on the track."
2: Yeah, particularly because in a red flag, you've normally lost some cars, so if you yeah. really want to get back out, because there's going to be more points available and. Yeah. yeah and
1: what's the reason behind the red flag as well? I mean this was an incident where they had to repair the barrier i mean if it's if the reason behind the red flag is deteriorating conditions or uh you know a multi car accident, but some of them are still running, you need to be able to repair those cars before you can send them out racing mm. also, you need to adjust for the conditions if the conditions have become so bad and you know they need to be able to adjust that so i I'm, I'm all right with with people fixing cars uh in under red flag conditions.
3: And also, we get another start. You know, it's the the way red flag procedures are dealt with now is probably the best way they've ever been dealt with in the history of Formula One. You know, it's, Agreed. No, nobody, nobody out there doesn't like when a, when a red flag drops. The first thing you think is, we've got another standing start here. Mm. Great.
2: This is. I do like the standing start. It is fun. And, yeah, a, and of course the second start
0: gave gave credence to uh, to your theory about the um the even numbered side of the grid being faster. The
2: even numbered side of the grid was definitely faster. In the, I think it was in the sprint race, the W series race, the F two feature race, and possibly one of the F two sprints, the second placed driver on the grid ended up in the lead by the end of the first corner.
0: Talking of W series, congratulations again to friend of the podcast, Alice Powell on her win yep. Yep. and um, also other friend of the podcast and friend of Alice Powell's I'll be pulling on eighth
2: on her debut on
0: her debut yeah not crap no. <laughs> at all no we're going to have to get them both back on the show sometime and they can, uh, they can talk us through it they might be too big for us now no that's true <laughs> hey if Scarps has been commentating on F1 TV he might be as well he'll uh, be fine proof
1: <laughs> if ever you needed it that three legs four wheels podcast is good for your career
2: correct absolutely Look at Alex Alban. Didn't come on the show. No. Yeah, J- no. Jack Aitken never yeah. came on Didn't the show. Didn't come on
1: the show. Yeah. Now yeah. what he Refused does my invite. <laughs> yeah. Now what Lando Albin Norris. Did. Lando Norris, mm-hmm. friend of the podcast. Yes. Yeah. George Russell, friend of the podcast.
2: Correct. Uh,
1: talk- Lewis Hamilton, kind of been on the show.
2: Went to his launch. Well,
1: he has been on the show.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: Didn't work out too badly for him for the mm-hmm. next, ooh, three years after that.
3: Yeah, true. I mean, B- Bottas isn't exactly dripping with silverware and championships, but, I mean, he's still got a drive. He has. In, in Mercedes.
4: And that's a and win. That's
3: a fucking miracle. <laughs> <won some laughs> of his ra-
1: Valtteri Bottas has won most of his races in Formula One since he was on this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, new friends of the show, TalkSport. Yes, Yeah,
3: I, and I see just as big things happening for them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even if they think I'm some kind of F1 expert.
3: Uh, I, there's no, room, I, there's I, room,
0: I, room for improvement. Yeah, I, I didn't understand it either. <laughs> Matt
3: Gallagher must have been busy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, We're avoiding talking about Bottas. Making yes. clickbait.
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, we need a dickhead. Matt's busy. Shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> These guys look prickish
0: <laughs> wondered why they asked for your phone number
3: firstly like, well, un- 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 unapologetically so yeah I'm, I'm I'm almost convinced that um what one day if we can all if we can all um become dead famous and make loads of money we be- we become Formula one media with uh uh, with WTF one, I might be big enough to take him on in a celebrity
2: boxing match. Oh, I mean that's where the money's at these days. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Great I enough mean, to be celebrity
4: <laughs> 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 or boxing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great, another one to avoid on YouTube. Can we can we say something positive about Bottas other than he's still got a drive?
3: No, yeah, he was a
1: fantastic team player.
3: No, absolutely not. This was one of the worst races Bottas has had all year because from the minute um, uh, Hamilton had that stop to uh, that penalty to serve, Bottas was sat there and set in, in uh, third place uh, after the restart. This should have been such an easy win for Bottas to get it to get in front of Leclerc to the point where what it should have happened was. Hamilton should have overtook Leclerc and then we should have got Valtteri, it's James, um, again. But he, he couldn't do it. He was closer to... He was racing Lando Norris,
2: not the Ferrari. Who he only beat because of a, a pit stop debacle. Yeah. If you if you take Lewis Hamilton
3: yeah, and I, I get what you're his exceptional abilities out of the argument here... boy. <coughs> um... <laughs> Well, apparently so. This weekend, it's okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be hating him next weekend. <laughs> but if you take out the fact that Lewis did a fucking great drive to to do what he did, Bottas doesn't do the job. Now, if that had if um, let's say Max hadn't gone out and uh, Lewis still had to serve that ten second penalty, Bottas wasn't in any situation to help the team. Because he just I've, didn't
2: have the pace. Mm. Can't argue with that. Yeah. No, Bo- he, he was bollocks. he was a bit of a sort of also there. He just happened mm. to be a bit higher up the grid than the likes of your sort of Jovanazis. Mm. Yeah.
3: He's in the silver McLaren.
2: Pace wise.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the McLaren W ten point five.
4: Yeah.
3: So no, no, I, I do. I because I, at first when he was on the podium, I I wondered. I was thinking to myself how this would apply to George Russell and where where he would land with maybe taking a seat off him. And I thought, well, did did Bottas do the job? And then slowly worked out in my own head. Well, no, he didn't really. He didn't actually do anything. He drove round in a car a bit slower than the car could go, fighting with somebody that he got in front of because they fucked a the pit stop up. Who was in a slower car than him. And um, like had to had to move out of the way to let Lewis through, so he could catch the car that he was trying to chase down at like a second a lap. Even Bottas, you would think, if Lewis can catch it a second a lap, you'd think Bottas could take five tenths out of him a lap.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would think so, wouldn't you? Um,
3: yeah,
0: it's. Yeah, it it's puzzling. I mean okay, Lewis is gonna Lewis is gonna be faster in the car because he's a faster driver. This isn't this isn't going all fanboy. I'm 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 equally up and down on all drivers depending on their performance. Or I like to think of it. Yeah, I but am.
1: Lee makes a good point in that um, Hamilton chased down Leclerc in that. You know, one second a lap, one point one seconds a lap, and then Bottas was just in the same position.
3: Yeah, under the under the pressure of as well. Right? He caught Leclerc. I mean, it's okay saying, oh, he's got he had a faster car, right? Fine. But when you're what when he took when he overtook Norris was, I think Bottas was three seconds in front of Norris, so he had to catch three seconds up to Bottas to overtake Bottas, and then when he took overtook Bottas, he was ten seconds behind Leclerc and when he came out out for out didn't he have like 16 laps to do it so he knew he had to keep that second lap pace up every lap until he got to the back of him otherwise he wouldn't do it that's tremendous pressure
0: and it was some it was something that Bottas just didn't get anywhere close to no. achieving No I mean you know I see what you mean the you know the, the the other driver in the fastest car at the front of the race should be in the lead if the main driver isn't there.
4: Should he's a not
1: Ricardo Petresi to Nigel Mansell? Is he? Let's be honest. No.
3: no. Should have should have been he's not even Barrichello to Schumacher or Massa to Alonso. No. Um, you know he should he should have been on the he should have been second. It should have been a Mercedes one 2
0: At the end of the day, that could be the thing that uh, decides his seat for next season and possibly the Constructors' Championship.
3: I am wary of the fact they haven't announced George Russell this weekend.
1: Well, George's, um, George's uh, announcement on Saturday morning was hilarious, by the way. His helmet. <laughs> no, no, no. Did you not hear what it what... was? Looks like we're not gonna hear it. But well, he we said will. in front of the crowd when they were asking him uh, in front of all the in front of one of the stands.
3: Oh yeah, he um, said he, he said, said uh, uh, Mercedes car.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will be driving yeah. next year with Mercedes engine in my car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said he said he said that in Austria as well. Um, yeah. I I personally think
3: it's a done deal. Well it, no, he <laughs> he followed over so probably a McLaren. We
2: finished up <laughs> no. Toto did say on Sky this weekend He did say um, they haven't made a decision The drivers don't know They're now saying Spa Well, well, that's, they well say... that, They're practicing for their celebrity boxing match No, 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 Spa <laughs> An announcement will be made approximately at Spa
0: yeah, but then Toto said, well, "If I if I
1: say Spa and then we don't announce it at Spa, you'll be asking me at Spa when's the announcement." So, uh. so I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you that it's definitely <laughs> going to be at Spa. So we we do have a bit of a summer break after Hungary, don't we? A little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. We've got so we've got three
2: weeks,
0: three weeks, three, three weekends off. Good lord, what are we going to do? Okay. We've got some, we've got some guests prepared for the summer. Ah, I think we might have one weekend off and then do two shows with guests.
2: Christ. Yeah, do that.
0: I think. Nothing, nothing's confirmed as yet, but um, things are in progress for some pretty pretty decent new guests as well. Ooh. Yeah. Jesus. Obviously, new people. obviously we'll be um, trying to get Scarbs and Sean and Alice and Abby on again. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll, start, I'll start sending out the begging tweets very soon.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, in the meantime, we could do with some rock stars and wankers. Michael
2: Massey's wanker. That seems reasonable. Yeah,
0: obviously we've got Seb as a rock star.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: most of Twitter Formula One just for the absolute crap that that they put out there on on and on Instagram, uh, the comments and the uh, uh, you know you're all wankers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was
3: it was pretty grim,
0: wasn't it? F one Twitter this weekend was not a pleasant place to be. No.
3: And Instagram. I, luckily enough, I didn't see any of it. I, I didn't... I, so, I, I, I can't... I Obviously, I believe you guys, but I, I didn't see any of it. Yeah.
0: Um, Mike McPherson, by the way, yeah, everything you wrote in that email, uh, 100%. Because you're right. Um, Controversy around Lewis and Max to me was a racing incident, not because I'm a Hamilton fan and not of a Stappen fan, but because it was a racing incident in my eyes. You can't say let them race on one side, then penalise them on the other when they get wheel-to-wheel and something like that happens. What, what the incident did make for was good radio commentary from Horner, Toto and Massey. Lol. I do hope Max is OK as I would like to see him challenging for the championship, but want Lewis to win number eight. Makes for good drama all round.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, can't argue with that. I mean, we'll just see how the championship...
0: Shit plays out. It pans out, it's going to be really interesting.
1: We've got like another. What was
0: that? Yeah, you said pans out. I predicted plays out. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, I don't think you know, but we've got the um, Chris's disconnected game every time your internet drops out. And one of us will usually try and predict your next two or three words. It
1: definitely pans out. It was definitely pans out. The. the, Yeah, we could be on like a Schumacher season where they just keep turning the screw and turning the screw, and Hamilton becomes champion. Or are we on, uh, you know, the the season where Alonso beats Schumacher, and this is Verstappen changing the guard with Hamilton? It'd be really interesting to see how the second half of the season plays out. Yeah,
0: another uh, another one on the wanker side. Everyone, everyone in the stand at Cops that cheered when Max
2: crashed. Yeah, I but no. I I it stopped I have... very quickly, didn't it? Yeah. Once they realised how big the crash was.
1: Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it... there was a lot of of hate around that as well. Like, you know, how dare people cheer an accident? I don't. The cheering stops as soon as as soon as it realises there's an accident
3: happening. Mm. I think that to me, that that's you know, it's a, you're you're there, you're there to support somebody. You cheer when somebody goes off. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's the same as cheering, um, cheering someone in football if there's a tackle, you know, and someone goes down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it. I I I I think sometimes on the internet, people try and pretend they're really, really, really good people. And the easiest way to do that is try and make other people look really, really bad. I'm not saying that it's definite, but
1: the people who have said that will probably be the same people that cheered if Hamilton had crashed at that corner. Yes.
3: Yeah, you're probably right. I'm not going to lie. I cheered cheered when Schumacher crashed right in front of me and broke both his legs. But the same, you didn't know that he broke both his legs at that time. Exactly. So, so you cheer, and then essentially you have that horrible feeling. You go oh, uh, he's not getting out, is he? Yeah, and you're oh, like, oh, "Oh shit, what have I done?" Oh, they brought the blanket out too. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, another rock stars though, uh, finding out just how hard they work because I know one of them now. The um, the track team at Silverstone during a big event like uh, the British Grand Prix or the Motor GP British Grand Prix, they actually have to live on site and they're on call more or less twenty four hours a day. They were laying turf at half past nine on Friday night. Crikey! Oh, I can believe that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and probably You're rock stars, and probably painting it at half past ten because it was the wrong shade of green. Hmm. <laughs>
2: an That's additional, an additional wanker or collective wankers—the people who left their rubbish that Vettel had to pick up. Yeah. Yeah, cut, cut. and cut. Just take it with you. What are you doing? Is Zach Brown got the rones? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, he missed the race.
0: Yeah, him I'm call it- him, oh, and I- two other I- members of the team came down with it.
3: Um, I tell you what, Mrs. Brown will be asking some questions if it was him and two 18-year-old secretaries.
2: <laughs> Do they have many 18-year-old secretaries at McLaren?
3: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome to the realm.
4: mind of Lee <laughs> I, say, I, I,
1: I if
3: I was Zach Brown and I was in charge of McLaren, I'd probably have some eighteen-year-old
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think we've been we've been down in the depths of the minds of uh, the mind of Lee is, I way mean, well, too Claren long. McLaren does
2: have lots of different branches, doesn't it? It's got its technology, the applied sciences. So why it wouldn't have a sort of cliche porn sort of storylining hub as well then?
0: McLaren
2: yes. Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> the collab we didn't know was missing.
0: Well, apparently, apparently there's one with us as well from yeah. two weeks ago, Shuns. I just I just want to throw an extra personal rock stars in. Um, all the iRacing crew on Discord who, unbeknownst to me, uh, clubbed together and got me an autographed Sebast- Sebastian Vettel baseball cap from F1 Authentics. Nice. Which is awesome. Which is incredible, and uh, is taking pride of place on the wall above my racing rig at Three Legs Towers, and I'll stick a photo of that on as soon as, uh, as soon as we've got some picture hooks to hang it up with. Yes, as long as the walls are solid enough. Questionable. Um, yeah, guys, I just, I just want to really thank you for that, and it's been a pleasure racing with you for the last eighteen months and long may it continue. That's, that's, that's my gushy bit over.
1: That's excellent.
0: But yeah, thanks, thanks to everyone that uh, contributed. It's been brilliant. And if you want to find out about uh, joining in with our iRacing, uh, drop us an email, threelegs4wheels at gmail.com, or go to our Discord, the link's on the website, and um, happy to do iRacing with, uh, with anyone. Race every Sunday. Is it shunting time?
2: I think so. It can be. I need to get one. Oh, oh. Do we need oh. to sort of chat amongst ourselves for a minute? You chat amongst yourself. It won't, it won't take long. So this, um, this next Manx general election that's coming oh. up in September.
0: <laughs> 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 we have had requests for more Manx politics on the show. And the question is why? you? Everyone from not from the Isle of Man appears to be more interested in it than we it is are. Here's a and we story live for you. Yeah.
2: One of my colleagues has been at a requisition meeting this evening, um, which has been held outdoors because of the rones, and it would appear people brought bottles of wine and cans of carling to it. It's a nice nice evening. I'm sure made the time fly while discussing the uh, minutiae of parking issues in the ancient capital of man.
4: I have one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, an issue with parking in Castletown or a shunt?
2: Everyone's got an issue parking in Castletown
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, it's awful, it's awful. <laughs> even, even just driving round Castletown is a for, for, chore,
2: non, for non For the non-Manx initiated, Castletown kind of like Baku Yeah,
3: yeah
0: Next time we're there, I'll take a photo of the, bit, the road that goes round the castle And it does look like a mirror image of Baku
1: <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, we should do a video going Go, the castle town, the castle town Grand that would Prix. Be, that would be, that, yeah, that would show it better. At Almost least. because they, you would expect those, those roads to be
0: one way, but they are not. No, no, it no not. they're not. Actually, no. The castle town Petit Prix.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be ridiculous for Castle to have a one-way system with it just being a circle. Yeah. Yeah.
2: True, yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyway, who's this week's shunt from?
2: This
3: was sent in by John O' Mills.
0: Hey oh, John oh.
3: Mills. We haven't seen we haven't heard from Johnny for a while. In that case, no. you,
0: you in that case, you've not been following the conversations that I've been having with um with John on um the Three Legs Four Wheels Instagram. Um he set up his own Three Legs Four Wheels racing team on GT Sport. Oh wow. And they won their first cool. nice one, Johnny cool. and they won their first race at the weekend. Very nice. Good lads. Excellent. Good stuff. <laughs> um well Spread the word. <laughs> but
1: only Isn't if you're few... successful. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this must be done th- I think he said is he sent in two he said is this a decider I think it's Board like one or <laughs> what anyway we'll go with it anyway <laughs> are you just going to be like flitting um,
2: between two different sets of clues here
3: no 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 I th- I think he I, th- I think he said in the message that he's already sent in two Use won one he won one so
4: this is... Ah, oh, right. Oh, right. If it was, if, if it was going you. between
0: the two, it was like, I was born in either 1937 or 2008.
3: <laughs> I was born... Good. Yay. ...at the end of the war.
2: Now, which war? Which one? This is open oh. to interpretation.
3: I was inducted <laughs> into the US Motorsports Hall of Fame. Okay. All right. I'm thinking an American.
2: I mean, yeah. (laughs) Something in
3: that clue just gives it away. This one's not fair. I have competed in Formula One races. Okay.
2: Competed, but not necessarily raced.
3: I would like a guess. Bloody hell.
4: Don't come at
3: me at once. End of the war,
2: are
4: we
1: saying... We're saying Second World War. That's usually what I refer to as the war. Or like, <laughs> you know. is that what Americans
2: um, refer to as the war?
1: I don't. Was that not the Vietnam War?
2: Mm. I have I don't no know what idea. Americans
1: refer to it as the war. The Gulf War, maybe that was the, the American 90s? Civil yeah. War. I mean, that would be pretty difficult to get into the uh, U.S. (laughs) Motorsport Hall of Fame and have competed in Formula One races if you were born at the end of the Civil War. But it's not impossible.
3: (laughs) You're more likely these days someone would refer to it as the Infinity War.
2: Yeah. I mean, that went on long enough. I think it's still going on somewhere. Um, In my head...
0: He's gone. And He'll never be back. finished because
1: he finished
4: watching
0: it. <laughs> 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 Chris, what's in your head? In your head? I'm, in your head?
1: <laughs> no, that never finished that, that film, because I never actually finished watching it. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, actually in my head they are still fighting Because (laughs) With their tanks and their bombs And their bombs and their
2: guns So are we saying the Cranberries? (laughs) Oh god
0: Uh, All, all All I can All I can think is the lion that attacked AJ Foyt
2: I feel like it's not the lion that attacked AJ Foyt
0: Which does sound like a bad novel.
2: I think Dan (laughs) Gurney is usually my go-to sort of American answer, but I think he would have been, if we're talking about the Second World War, I think he would have been in between those two world wars. Mm. In between wars at the moment. (laughs) We're between wars.
0: We're not having one at the moment. Yeah, Dan Gurney
1: is better than nothing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that'll do. That'll do.
0: Okay, no. uh,
3: i have oh. driven for MG. MG.
0: Mm.
2: Blimey. Interesting.
3: I have won Daytona. Oh, sorry, I have won at Daytona.
2: Ah, not sorry. necessarily the Daytona.
3: Yeah. So it could be. It could
0: Daytona be Daytona Beach. I'm gonna say it could be. Could be the 24 Hours. It could be the 12 Hours. It could be the NASCAR. Five hundred.
2: Yeah. There's, there's a few options. I'm a Brummie. Oh
0: Right Can't do Brummy accents No, as we just found out accents. there I can barely do mine <laughs> Um, Right, F- famous Famous Brummy racing drivers
2: Watch your man played by Christian Bale Oh shit Yeah because I think he's trying to do a Brummy accent there.
0: Was it Reg Parnell? Might have been. That's a proper British name, though, isn't it, <laughs> Reg, pa- <laughs> Reg Parnell? You don't get man- you don't get many drivers called Reg these days. No, you don't. Um, yeah, I reckon Christian Bale, Curveball, Patrick Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a that's a good enough a shout as
2: any. I have nothing other to offer. Yeah, Flood,
3: nothing else to offer.
2: Right, go
0: for Raj Parnell for a second guess.
3: I have raced alongside the likes of Bruce McLaren, uh, Danny Hume. Is it Hume? Danny Hume. 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 Danny Hume. Yeah. Makes my makes my tongue do a funny funny shape. <laughs> You're a <record> that. <laughs> that, that, that's the end of that's the end of the clue. <laughs>
0: Raced alongside Bruce McLaren and Denny Hume. Holm. So,
1: somebody from Birmingham who raced in the late 60s. When did Bruce McLaren have his accident? 70? 69,
0: 70? A bit about right. Yeah, I thought thought it was about then.
3: Um, I landed a tank on the beach of Normandy in 1944.
2: Right, so, so not not that, not war. that <coughs> war, right? We've clarified it here. Uh, the the First World War, I think.
3: Caveat: I would say that, that he maybe he landed a boat and drove the tank off.
2: You don't think he flew the tank in?
3: No, no. I think landed's the wrong word for a wheel based.
2: Uh, airborne. I think I think I think in the context of a war landing and boats was was sort of used, wasn't it? Yeah, but well, the boat, the the boat landings there, yeah. It?
3: The boat landed, the tank departed.
2: You, you don't think this person was necessarily dealing with the tank? You think this person no. was parking the boat? <laughs> no, I, th- I,
0: think, I, think it, I think the person was taking the tank off the boat.
2: Still doesn't help. I don't think, yeah, I don't think their specific role in relation to the tank is the, is the reason we've not got this yet.
3: I'm not sure it's important, no. 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 I died in a testing accident at the Riverside International Raceway.
2: Christian Bale character died in a testing accident.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm sure that was Reg Parnell.
1: I still like that as an answer.
0: Just uh, just by is, the novelty comedy British factory worker's name. There is yeah. a spaffer.
1: It does sound like he might have built Morris Marinas in the 70s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is the spaffer I was played by Christian Bale?
3: No, the spaffer is. I had the win at the 1966 Le Mans 24 Hours taken away from me after my team attempted a photo finish.
2: Yes, I think that is that, that is. is Reg Parnell.
0: Yes,
3: yeah, in the Ford.
0: Mm. Yes. Are you Reg Parnell? No, I'm oh. Ken Miles.
2: That might still be the Christian Bale character. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Damn,
0: John, you've beaten us two-one. It is 2-1 to Jono. Very good, sir. Yes, definitely. How do you send in a shunt in if you want to uh, take, take us apart like that?
3: You can send me a private message on Instagram or Twitter at a total shunt. Uh, you should follow me anyway because I'm good value on Twitter.
0: Define good value. Um, <laughs> good buy, value. Buy, buy one, get one free on netto?
3: good
0: value (laughs) netto then the the best value (laughs) Uh, you can get us on all the socials at 3legs4wheels it's the same on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and if you're old school and want to email anything in Uh, 3legs4wheels at gmail.com and individually you can get us on Twitter
2: at at Sean Cowper.
0: At Flood twenty one. And at Pablo one hundred. Um if you want to get the show a little bit early and have the occasional Manx politics and other tangent <laughs> specials um <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can sign up to Patreon from as little as um one dollar euro or pound a month. Go to patreon.com slash three legs four wheels and hey um, euro,
1: it's worth less.
0: <laughs> and you can sign up there, it'll it'll keep us in um cable, cables and biscuits. I reckon. All
2: the important but things. Only from Netto if Lee's involved. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> good, yeah, good
0: value biscuits. I mean, as a Yorkshireman, I don't think you can beat good value biscuits. Um, apparently, I might be racing in the 24 Hours of Spa this weekend. That'll be on Twitch TV slash Three Legs, Four Wheels. I'll put a tweet out if uh, if I am doing and you want to watch me fail miserably with a team of considerably better drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Crap at driving GTs I'm pushing them to do the LMP 2 But nobody's up for that at the minute We will see And uh, we'll be back same time next week And uh, we'll be looking forward to The hung- Hungarian Grand Prix And the summer break I don't know why I just kind of feeling you were going you were to say, say Hunger, Hunger Games,
2: Games. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> There's just something about the way you went into it, obviously, said Hunger Games. Which
0: reminds me, happy, happy Freedom Day UK.
3: <laughs> and may the odds be ever in your favour.
1: We'll see. So like only two of us took lateral flow tests tonight, and we both tested <laughs>
0: negative, so it's fine. Uh, it's a 50 50 split. We'll, um, we'll see you next week. Uh, stay safe.
3: Lateral flow tests sound like it should be something to do with a water infection
0: on that note
3: (laughs) we'll see you next week (laughs) Bye -bye. bye bye bye